Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in the doors. But back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. St. Patty's Day and also Corned Beef and Cabbage Day. And we're going to enjoy both. It's also the uh, the first round of March Madness. So today is going to be a very busy day of eating boiled meats and watching basketball. Yes, 16 games starting at uh, 12.15 today, by the way. Hell of a show today. Dr. Wes Chesterson is going to be here. Nice. Got brand new music to share with us. We'll talk about stuff. We'll probably be uh, probably a lot of smoke in this room, even though this is a public building in which smoke is not allowed. And for those of you maybe who don't know, kind of like me, this is Dr. Wes Chesterson's music right here. And also, it's uh, Thunderbird Thursday. We've got a big, fat prize package for Saturday's game against uh, Lehigh Valley, and Tommy Cross will be joining us, too. That and uh, Western Mass Home and Garden Show tickets. Nice. Big show. It's 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 in Journey. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Might have a little fog this morning to deal with. About 55 for the highs today. Clouds this morning. Rain likely after 11 a.m. through the afternoon hours today. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Uh, Kanye's aggression just keeps letting it get the best of him. He, uh, he found, Kanye found someone to take his aggression out on yesterday, a photographer outside the Los Angeles International Airport. After Kanye had enough of this guy taking pictures of him, he took a swipe at him. And from the video, looks like he just smacked the camera. He's Man, angry. What's his problem? Well, uh, he's just uh, he's angry about this whole Pete Davidson thing. He actually took two shots at Pete yesterday. He said Pete shouldn't be around his kids because of a joke he told a few years ago about a baby asking for sex. And he said he's worried Pete will get Kim Kardashian hooked on drugs. What business is it of his at this point? <laughs> he, well, uh, you, ever, uh, <laughs> you ever have your heart taken out by a woman... Squashed and stomped on and yes. served on a piece of toast yes. and have her give it right back to you like you're supposed to eat it like it's dinner mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, thank you, honey. It's delicious." When in fact, all you're feeling is dead inside with an empty hole in your chest. Wow. Filled with despair and bitterness and hostility. Theoretically, never felt that. Theoretically, I don't like that, Pete. He' gonna get her hooked on coke. Well, she but- was always a Pepsi girl. I don't understand. And holding on to it's not going to help right. him, though, if, he, if you're right, Bax. I mean, like, get rid of it, man. Let it go. Just saying. Trevor Noah found himself in Kanye's crosshairs after he offered a pretty balanced and thoughtful take on the whole situation. And Kanye basically called him a raccoon, but without the raw part. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. And uh, Kanye actually got suspended from Instagram for a day for spewing that racial slur. Good job, Kanye. <sighs> Just one day, that's it. Kanye also didn't appreciate D.L. Hughley's uh, take on the whole thing, so he posted a picture of D.L. and made fun of his outfit. But uh, but D.L. hit him back hard several times. Probably his best quote was, Do you know how horrible you got to be to make a Kardashian date a white man? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's pretty good from yeah. D.L. Hughley. And uh, one final thing about this whole thing. Kim gushed about Pete on Ellen yesterday and revealed that a so-called tattoo of Kim's name on his chest is actually a branding. Really? But he uh, he does have a few tattoos dedicated to Kim, including one that says, my girl is a lawyer. 
She must have had something to say. No, she didn't have anything to say. She said it on Ellen yesterday. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Netflix may start charging you more to share your password with users outside of your home. You sons of bitches. They're on to us. They're uh, introducing a new pay structure that allows you to share with two other users. They're rolling it out in some other countries the first, though. See, I guess they figured out that many of us aren't paying for their services. Well, and, which is uh, why they jacked the price up to $15 now. I know, but it's hard to turn away from it. you got to admit, it'd be very hard to cancel your Netflix uh, subscription. How many do you subscribe to? I got Netflix, I got Apple TV, and I got Hulu, and I think that's it right now. It's just, it's just it adds up. It's too much money. How many you got? I only I got uh, Apple TV now. I have Hulu, which is ending because I had to get Apple TV, so I'm just balancing the free membership. Right. And then uh, I have Netflix that I pay for. Max, what do you got? Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon, Apple TV, still on its trial, and uh, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey, listen. I, we, uh, we should all be sharing and then paying each other's uh, subscriptions. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm also uh, yeah. borrowing somebody's uh, Disney Plus subscription. Oh. I probably you. shouldn't say that, but <laughs> well, I'm they'll, never, they'll never catch me alive. I'm borrowing an HBO uh, and uh, what's that other one? Paramount, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any right. Of those. Yeah. Got to do it, man. Interesting facts about this year's Oscars include the total cost of the ceremony is forty-two point nine million dollars. And the estimated value of one of those 24-karat gold-plated statues is $400. Damn. Damn. They really spend way too much money on an award show, don't they? Especially one that no one can watch from front to back. This is why I don't watch these Oscars. It's just a bunch of rich, snotty people getting together and uh, celebrating movies that I'll probably never watch. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I'm like I'm like the dumbed down American. Like I like simple uh, slapstick comedies. I don't no, like. Uh, Steve, you're, you're you're a typical American. You're not one of these artsy fartsy snobs. That's right. You're the only dumbed down American. You're the one. You're the one. That's true. You're bringing us all down. Okay, whatever. The uh, 2022 CMT Music Award nominees were announced yesterday because I know you want to know what's going on in the country music, whatever the hell, what is CMT? I don't know what is that. Is that a country, channel? Country music television. Television, okay. Uh, Kane Brown leads the pack with four nominations. Really? Kelsey Ballerini, Mickey Guyton, Breland, and Cody Johnson each have three. The show is going down April 11th and will air on CBS for the first time. The only thing that you mentioned that I uh, recognized was the name CBS. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> that one. That was the only one that I have any knowledge of. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe actually learned the accordion to properly portray Weird Al in the upcoming biopic or biopic. Uh, Weird Al, the Weird, I'm sorry, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. The movie doesn't have a release date yet, but it'll premiere on Roku. Oh, great. Another well, service great. to get to watch a movie. See, that's the thing. It's like every time they come out with a new show, I have to go find some way to watch it on another platform. Somebody's going to buy all these and conglomerate them into one and just offer it up as a bundle. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's right around the corner. <laughs> It'll be a cable company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, and that's the thing. It's, it's all going to be owned by one company. Right. Amazon. Jeff Bezos will own everything. Colin Jost's mushroom haircut will, would have doomed him uh, with Scarlett Johansson if they had met back in high school. She says, quote, there's no way. I mean, who decided on that cut as a stylish thing? Like what hairdresser was like, I'll try this. Didn't you have a mushroom cut? I had a mushroom cut when I was a kid. Yeah. I never had the mushroom cut. That was uh, 
But that was the trend. Like, I wouldn't do that now, because I don't have any hair to do it with. Not on the top of your head. But, you know. <laughs> Maybe do a mushroom cut on your, on your back. He's got the mushroom cut now? Is that what... He's no, done? I don't think no, so. Used no. to used to be. Yeah. I had a big cowlick sticking up out of my head when I was a kid. Why really? am I not surprised by that? <laughs> you just, then the you little were told to stay away from the cows. Yeah. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hampshire. The following takes place between 6 a.m. And 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102, about 55 for the highs today. Clouds this morning. Rain likely after 11 a.m., probably through most of the afternoon hours. We may hit low 70s tomorrow. The weather brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with hockey. AHL Springfield Thunderbirds over Bridgeport last night, 3-2 in overtime, hosting Lehigh Valley tomorrow and Saturday. It's a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. Tommy Cross joins us in the 8 a.m. hour. In the NHL, Minnesota Wild over the Bruins last night, 4-2. Baseball, first baseman Freddie Freeman leaving the Atlanta Braves after winning a championship. He's joining the L.A. Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million contract. Yeah. Speaking of which, get that ready again, because Vaughn Miller signing a six-year, $120 million contract. The pass rusher leaving the champion L.A. Rams after winning a Super Bowl, joining the Buffalo Bills, he says because of quarterback Josh Allen. And the money. And the money as well. Uh, meantime, basketball last night, the Celtics beat Golden State 110-88. to In women's hoops, Callie Kavanaugh playing for Fairfield University's women's team, Still holds the Holyoke scoring record for high school hoops. She and her Fairfield University team will be taking on University of Texas tomorrow night in the women's draw. UMass, by the way, against Notre Dame on Saturday. Last night, more of those play-in games. Bryant lost to Wright State, 93-82. And Notre Dame beat Rutgers, 89-87 in double overtime on a shot with 1.4 seconds left that went in at 12.02 this morning. Yes, on St. Patrick's Day, a win for the Fighting Irish. And the NCAA Big Tournament begins today with 16 games. UConn against New Mexico State at 6.50 this evening. First game is Michigan and Colorado State at 12.15. Duke plays tomorrow. Duke's Coach K will be retiring at the end of the season. Or as Tom Brady put it, mm (laughs) okay. That's it for your 102-second sports. Bax has more thoughts on March Madness next in his View from the Couch on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, today is it. Sure, it's St. Patrick's Day, a day which we recognize the saintly patronage of a 5th century apostle of Ireland who, uh, despite never being formally canonized by the Vatican, having lived prior to canonical law, is celebrated with such great saintly traditions as boiled meats, binge drinking, and throwing rocks and bottles at Protestants. And while that is all wonderful stuff, today will be the opening round of March Madness, which leaves me feeling slightly divided on how to occupy my day. On one hand, I could celebrate the Holy Feast of St. Patrick by 
passing out on someone's front lawn after a full day of sucking down a few dozen pints of green beer and shots of nearly anything, or I can sit in front of my television and consume myself with all 16 opening round matchups in today's March Madness schedule, knowing full well that I will do it all again tomorrow too. Tough call for sure, but since I know of very few people who have failed a breathalyzer test after getting behind the wheel of their car after filling out their tourney time brackets, I think I'll be opting for an afternoon of college basketball in the safety of my home. The rest of you amateurs can enjoy your drunken stupor. I got ball games to watch. You see, they don't offer rehab for people who are addicted to their NCAA brackets. You rarely see interventions run on people before the Sweet 16. You rarely see people making amends or conceding to a higher power because the number five seed got bounced out of the tournament by a team that was seeded to number 12. And while NCAA bracketology is a sickness like any other compulsive behavior, it's probably not going to ruin my liver and it's probably not going to affect my ability to operate heavy equipment. So despite the many options for drunken carousing that might otherwise be available today for St. Patrick's Day, the only thing that's going to get effed up in my house will be my NCAA brackets. But hey, it's my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. We talking paint? You need to talk to Josh at the Liberty Street Rockies or Caroline at the Agawam Rockies or Dina at the Island Pond Store. Got painting products to deal with? You know where to go. Good people, paint people, and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 in Aerosmith. But back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. So clouds this morning, uh, maybe even a little fog to deal with, and then rain coming in probably around 11 a.m. through the afternoon hours today. Uh, real quick, uh, we're hearing about a bad accident on 91 North in Holyoke by the, around the Ingleside exit. Uh, apparently, according to what I'm hearing, a uh, piece of uh, construction equipment fell off a trailer, and it's got things all backed up, and state police are out there uh, trying to conduct everything. So you might want to avoid that if you can. All right? Oh, you know what today it is? It's St. Patty's Day over. The time is the mountain. I met Captain Carl, and the money he was counting. I produced my pistol, and then produced my rapier. Stand and deliver, Black ball daddy oh, black ball daddy oh, there's whiskey in the jar. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Doesn't Metallica a, have a version of that too, by oh, the way? Oh, it's awful though. I yeah. hate that version. Well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> awful Thin to Lizzy him. did it. Yeah, I know. And so their version <laughs> of uh, whiskey in a jar is kind of like the Thin Lizzy version. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not nearly as good as the Thin yeah. Lizzy version. And, and what was this one, by the way, with accompaniment from Mr. Nagel there? Well, who who did that one? I don't know. It was from like uh, some compilation Irish All-Stars gotcha. or something like that. But right. it doesn't really matter. I like that old uh, Irish uh, banjo, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, picking thing going mm-hmm. on there. Wow. Well, you know, uh, listen, uh, this is a big... This is a big weekend if you're Irish. You know what I did uh, la- during the, the pandemic? I was really, really bored trying to figure out the, you know what I could do with my time. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I went on Ancestry.com. And so, you know, uh, doing my family tree would be a good thing to uh, to waste a few hours on. Mm-hmm. And then I did that that DNA thing. Oh, yeah. Where they go and they, they mm-hmm. uh, magically tell you everything that you already knew about you know where uh, your family history goes. What percentage you are of various backgrounds? I didn't realize... I'm like 3% Irish. Wow. That's I had no even, idea. That's not even Irish. That's enough to justify things like binge drinking and, and you know, vomiting and public urination. I'm like the pr- kind of stuff you'll see this weekend at the road race and at the, uh, at the parade. I'm pretty sure being Portuguese qualifies you for all those things, too. I, I, I think being uh, a good 25% Portuguese 
obligates me to uh you know take my mother uh out to events because that's what every good portuguese boy does sure and as far as your three percent irish is it brain heart or something else that's three percent irish well you know what i'm saying i you know i've spent most of my years uh not really paying attention to any irish heritage i don't even know where it comes from Mm -hmm. so i yeah i couldn't tell you but According to my DNA, there's a small, tender thread of Irish in me. I'm 100% Irish down there, if you know what I'm talking about, Dave. <laughs> that's, that's what I was getting at. Thank yeah, you, Steve. Yeah, I'm, uh, Thanks for fessing up not there. Not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> 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 that's why you always date somebody with small hands, because it looks bigger. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> it's like Kristen Wiig's character right. on Saturday Night Live. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> if only she uh, were real. What about you, Dave? What, what, uh, what's what? the nationality uh, uh, I think. I here. think British and Canadian. British, British and Canadian. No Irish anywhere. I don't in there. think so. And we've I've, we've done the same thing back. So we got like the family tree and all that kind of business there. I got somebody named Sir John Sharp somewhere back there, and uh, he was murdered crossing a moor back in the 1600s because he wanted to change his religion. Ironically, he was moops. Ironically, he was murdered <laughs> on ranch dressing day. <laughs> He was murdered on ranch dressing. He probably was. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but no, mostly British and Canadian. My grandfather was from Canada. Yeah. So. It was, well, it's the Moops, by the way. The why? The Moops. No. Not the Moors. This says oh. the Moors. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It says Moops. <laughs> now, uh, you're kind of uh, new in town, Dave. I mean, uh, you sort know. Of, sort of. Well, you mean you've been here for, what, uh, 18 months or so? Yeah, and of course, I spent a lot of time in this area when I was younger, but yes. All, all right. right. So, uh, as kind of a, a relative newbie, mm-hmm. will you be uh, spending any time in Holyoke this weekend? Uh, you know, I think I probably should, just because of all the St. Patrick's Day activities going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you suggest? Like, uh, what time frame? When should well, I be there if I'm going to go? Well, I would uh, go uh, like an hour before the start of the road race, okay. which I think is like 10 or 11, all right. maybe. Uh, yep. um, something it, like that. Something like that. And then uh, go down to Francie's and just hang out down on Ray Street in Holyoke. Okay, I'm taking notes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you'll it's, it'll be a sea of drunken green. Francie's. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good that's a good that's a good place to start. All I mean, right. there are other places yeah, you can go. Brennan's. There's uh, all those places in that area yeah. you want to mm-hmm. take a walk around. And it's it's basically a big open street party. So you'll be walking around different vendors and things like that. I yeah. like I like to see amateur fights <laughs> break out. Like where oh, would you see that? Most likely see that kind of action. Exactly. Yeah. Right outside the door. Okay. <laughs> make sure you bring make sure you bring your camera with you so you can start taking video when uh, all hell breaks loose. Now, yeah. I I don't uh, you know, I don't know what kind of a binge drinker you are, mm. but I think that you are going to see quite a lot of it because okay. that's you know that's really the whole point of the road race. You know, I know some people that actually have run in the road race. Uh, that's a very small fractional group of people. It's mostly uh, drunken revelry. It's uh, it's more about you know public vomiting, mm-hmm. yeah. the urination, as I mentioned before. That's really what the road race is all about. Uh, defecation, even does it get to that level? The, you know, the public urination, then you take it to the number two level. There, does that happen as well? Or well not? I'm, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it must. Maybe just in the pants. Maybe not publicly. Or somebody else's pants. Now go figure that <laughs> wow. out. Wow, that would be something. Years ago, there was a uh, Holyoke City Councilor, and I don't remember his name, but uh, he was. In the parade, obviously, they were walking along the route, and apparently there's there's drinking that goes along with that, and, and the need to urinate mm-hmm. uh, eventually, you know, uh, nature calls. Oh, you know? it consumes you. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy uh, was v- 
He didn't realize. I think he was on camera. Right. But he was. There was. It's that gas station that's down by the Holyoke High School. Remember this? <laughs> remember, remember this I do video? Remember this? Yes. So this gas station basically kind of sits into the hill, mm-hmm. and then so there's people that observe the parade from the top of that little hill. Good vantage spot. And you can yeah. also see the dumpster area for oh. that particular gas station. Gotcha. And this, this particular lad thought, well, nobody's watching me here. I'll just go behind this dumpster. Well, in full view, they had somebody with a camera on top of that little hill was watching them leak all over the back yeah, of that, that thing. Now, that's a guy I can vote for. Yeah, that's absolutely. A guy, that's a yeah. guy who's really showing a, a real local promise. I got a buddy of mine from college whose father-in-law recently was busted for public urination at the senior dwelling where they live okay and in front of young kids oh he just, uh, all right he needed to go he's yeah, an older the, guy the, the, young, bla- the bladder and you know and he young, was just he was going in the bushes but they took it for something else that it really wasn't all right. so they were asked to leave that particular senior dwelling and move somewhere else well that's inappropriate yes but in uh, in holyoke on this weekend and it happens every year between the road race and the parade mm-hmm. there just aren't enough bathroom facilities for everybody to enjoy so what is you know what what left is there, but to take you know desperate measures bushes, absolutely trees, now, front, I, front lawns. Now I remember when we used to actually walk in the parade, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you do all your major drinking right before it starts, mm-hmm. so you could go into the uh, into the bars that were at the Kmart Plaza, relieve mm-hmm. yourself, and then get into the parade uh, line, and that worked out pretty good. But yeah, you know, like halfway through, you're like, oh my god, please, uh, will this marching band of these scrapping horses please move up because i'm gonna burst (laughs) unless i get to the end of this any kind of physical activity and drinking together does does not mix for me anyway i don't know either are there enough porta potties you mentioned bathrooms no no you mean are there any do they have them out there? well you're talking about tens of thousands of people out there Mm -hmm. you can't i mean yeah there's there's porta potties out there but uh you just got to make sure that just don't have to go number two the the (laughs) issue is and i think you guys can agree if you're uh, if you're at the parade, I mean you've kind of jockeyed for position on the parade route. Mm-hmm. You you get your lawn chair set up on the sidewalk and you're ready to go, or you're at some house party and you're not moving because if you move, you're screwed. You're screwed. Yes. You'll never get back there. Right. You know you know you, you shuffle your feet, move your seat, you, or lose your seat. I mm-hmm. think it is. If if you go off to the bathroom, you're done. Well, you need one of those stadium pals, you know, which hooks up through a catheter. And then you go right into the stadium pal, which is a pouch that fills up with urine that's hidden yep. down the pant your you know your yeah, pants. But then leg. you're carrying around a warm bag of urine with. Well, it. yeah, but you can maybe like kind of dump it out, kind of like Andy Dufresne did with the rocks in Shawshank Redemption, where right. he kind of let the stuff go out in the yard. There. That was a very descriptive visual, Dave. I <laughs> nicely, I nicely like played. the way you did that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, if you if. If I were smart, what yeah. I would do is I would get like a, a shopping cart mm-hmm. and fill it with large, extra large, maybe double extra large undergarments okay. for adults to use on the parade route. And I just push it along, have a couple of balloons hanging out of there. Nice. And I'll say, undergarments here. Who wants that undergarment? You're going to need it. Pampers? Yep. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Because at that point, yes. you can be- protect yourself yep. without losing your place on the parade route, I like because that's—I mean—that's what everybody worries about. Hey, think about it. As hot as Dan, uh, Danica Patrick is, she she poops herself in that suit. I mean, that. when she's driving, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. You put—we <laughs> talked about that astronaut with the diaper on that's that right. drove five hundred miles. That's right. 
That's what this is all yeah. about. So happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you. Hey, it's been eight hours and you haven't gone to the bathroom yet. Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's 623 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Have pinball machines anywhere around here? I'm the sure who. you do. The Who on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. I mean, or is it going to be gone forever? Kind of like jukeboxes in uh, restaurants. I, I, mean, it, yeah, I know a guy that restores them. Does yeah. a hell of a job uh, restoring pinball. He also does uh, jukeboxes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a place in uh, Westfield, the Wings Over place, has a whole okay. like arcade with the pinballs All and right, everything in there. Yeah. Uh, cloudy today with a pretty good chance of a rain shower high of 54 for tomorrow. Mostly sunny and 73. How fantastic does that sound? 41 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Just there's no sponsor for this, right? There is no sponsor. For oh, this. hey, now it's time for today. Sounds like you've been drinking already for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, who's this? Back, Steve and Dave, rock what I Today I learned that "Me at the Zoo" is the first video that was uploaded to YouTube on April twenty third, two thousand five, at eight thirty one. Uh, and 52 seconds past the hour uh, Pacific time, which I don't know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, what what is it? It was a, the most boring video ever. How many it's how just, many views did it get? It's got. Uh, let me see. 4.2 million views, wow. which doesn't seem like a whole lot when you think compared to some of the other videos out there. But it was the first video, and it sucked. It was. Uh, you want to hear it? Yeah, sure. All right, here we here we go. This is the me at the zoo. All right, so here we are, one of the uh, elephants. And cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long um, trunks. <laughs> trunks. That's, that's cool. Long <laughs> trunks, man. And Riveting. That's much all there is to say. And that's it. And uh-huh. that was that was the thing that led everybody to watching cat videos at two o'clock in the morning. I do like that that uh, that video, the monkey washing the cat. That's a pretty good video. Or the monkey smoking cigarettes. I that's like that a, one too. That's a good one too. And, I agree. And there you go. That's today. Coming up next in the news, some of the answers you're looking for with regard to the sewage at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Stay tuned. It's 635 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. An update on Ukraine. Russia continues to attack that country. And while that's going on, the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, is becoming a hero, of course. Now even more so. An independent retailer named Citizen Brick announcing the release of a custom-designed Lego version of the Ukrainian president, and also a Lego <clears throat> Molotov cocktail. It's yeah. nice to know we're taking this so seriously. Yeah, this, this really isn't helping. Well, anything. well, no, no, because sales of these figurines are going to help people of Ukraine. I get that, but I really think you're taken away from the seriousness of what's the uh, and the yeah. And also, let's yeah. uh, be quite honest here. A portion of the proceeds are going to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. The other portion is going to the company that put these things together. Yeah. It says backs all proceeds from Man. the custom figurines are going to okay. something called Direct Relief, a charity that provides medical aid to Ukraine and surrounding countries. Couldn't you just uh, write a nice big fat check or pay on your credit card instead? You could, but then you're, you're I guess you're, you're doing a, a good thing by giving people a keepsake. 
that well, they have as well. I don't know. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But, I but, I don't know the truth. But proceeds, like Bax said, could be just a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we've made this and we're only making a dollar off it. But you could make your money up in other ways by saying, well, if I sell this for $50. Mm-hmm. You see, the way some of these charities work is I say, oh, yeah, all the proceeds go to a, a, a certain charity. Mm-hmm. Well, this stack of money is proceeds. But this stack of money is operating costs. And operating costs means we all get paid. Well, they're doing something for the folks of Ukraine. The custom cocktail toy, by the way, 10 bucks. And the mini figurine of the Ukraine president, 100 bucks if you want to buy that Lego toy. There you go. Which is, I. That might actually be a discount from normal Lego toys. Yeah, it was normal $5,000 for a Lego. Mm. Uh, we started off the show this morning talking about that accident that had occurred. Bax, you had some sort of detail on that, and I don't know if we have further details. I don't have anything, uh, maybe f- there- anything further, but there was an accident on uh, 91 North and uh, Holyoke uh, around uh, Lower Westfield Road at the mm-hmm. Ingleside exit. Well, so I don't, know if we're, I don't know where that stands right now, but there right. was something going on there earlier. All right, in case you're commuting, you might want to bear that in mind. Another accident occurring at about 6.15 last night. 312 Liberty Street in Springfield. Firefighters responding to a rolled-over car. Non-life-threatening injuries for the person driving the car who was taken to the hospital for treatment. Damn. Meantime, authorities investigating after gunfire broke out on two Holyoke streets. Imagine that. Holyoke Police Captain Matthew Moriarty, nice Irish guy, saying that officers were called to an alley behind 136 Sergeant Street around 9 p.m. Tuesday. For reports of gunfire, when police arrived, they found broken glass and a mirror from a vehicle, but the vehicle was not at the scene. They also recovered 16 shell casings of two different calibers. So quite a gunfight going on there in Holyoke. Damn. And uh, Moriarty, the police chief, adding that, uh, police captain, I should say, adding that uh, two different apartments had windows shot and bullets had gone through the window into the apartments, which were occupied. Around 11.30 at night, officers called to 89 Bower Street after residents heard several gunshots. Investigators arriving there, finding several vehicles with bullet holes in them and recovering 25 shell casings. No injuries were reported in either incident. Well, how, uh, uh, how many uh, cars have normal bullet holes in that area? Um... All of them? <laughs> well, see, that's yeah, what I'm going to say. say. Like, uh, would, how do you know those are fresh bullet holes? Jaeger bombs! Lemon drops! Buttery nibbles! Jetto shots! Kamikaze! Three wise men! F all that chisnit! Give me some gin! Shots! Patrons on the rocks and I'm ready for some shots! The women come around every time I'm pouring shots. Their panties hit the ground every time they're pouring shots. If you ain't getting drunk, get the F out the club. Wow. Steve Nagel, everybody. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. Glad somebody <laughs> has those lyrics in their those head. All those shots yeah. in Holyoke. <laughs> and, and it's not even St. Patrick's Day yet here in Holyoke, and this is all going on. Well, right? it's, I mean, it's St. Patrick's, it's, it's Day. Patrick's it's, Day. They just haven't gotten into the good stuff yet. They, they always celebrate the road race the Saturday after <laughs> the same, whatever St. Patrick's Day is. So if... If St. Patrick's Day was on uh, what on a Sunday, mm-hmm. it would be the, the following, following Sunday would be the parade. Gotcha. 
Well, speaking of wearing of the green, how about a report on the sewage at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse? That's now, we've been talking the about the brown. The, oh, well, it depends. Or I more think. black. It, it depends. Blackish brown. According to Western Mass News. Now, you were wondering, Steve, yesterday, you know, which bathroom it yeah, was, yeah. all that kind of business. I don't think we, we've locked it down yet, but Western Mass News sending one of their reporters, Brisetta Landa Verde, mm. to check it out. And apparently, Monday morning, there was a backup in a vertical sewer pipe. So it backed up through the floor drains no. in the two third floor grand jury room bathrooms. The floor drains. Yes. Can you imagine that? Both. Both of the third yeah. floor yeah, grand boy. jury bathrooms. It puddled around the drain. Oh, Jesus. Then leaked through the ceiling to oh, the man. <laughs> And went to the second floor below, yeah. damaging ceiling tiles and the carpets of two offices. Now, you can go to westernmassnews.com. You can check out the video they shot showing some of the damage, yeah. if you can stomach it early this morning. And, and and for some reason, there's no plans to close this courthouse no. at all. <laughs> no, just, yeah. we just got to fix it up. <laughs> A drain company did come through Monday afternoon and cleared the drain blockage. The trial court facilities department cleaned and sanitized the bathrooms. Yeah, this is a good place for a stick-up. They just go. plug yeah. it right in. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, they also replaced the damaged ceiling tiles. You know what this reminds me of? Remember that uh, that strip club out in Ware that wasn't supposed to be a strip club, but the guy was using it as a strip club uh, anyway? Yes. And they kept giving the place violations, but the guy continued to uh, bring the dirty, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like, yeah, you know what? This place is a this place is a crap hole, but pff, we ain't closing down. I believe, uh, Dave, that was the only strip club in town that actually had uh, Thursday night was hysterectomy night. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was, <laughs> well, that was good a good times. place. Good place. Yes, for sure. Uh, by the way, just uh, the final note here from Western Mass News about the cleanup of the sewage there. Uh, the company that came in to clean the place apparently also cleaning and sanitizing the carpets and will replace the carpets i love this part asap will replace the carpets asap as with p what would you say so apparently the cleanup not quite done yet over there at the oh Roderick Island what, what a nightmare that building is. And, uh, finally, in this news report, three people arrested for illegally killing a deer with a crossbow in Templeton. This is a town that none of us were aware of, apparently, but uh, I guess through some research we found out it's in Worcester County. I never heard of it before. I and thought that was the rat on Charlotte's Web. It's weird, though, how, <laughs> how many years I've lived around here, and every once in a while I'll hear of a name of a town going, What? Yeah, Temple, Templeton? Yeah. What the hell is that? It's been over 27 years yeah. and the first 18 years of my life in their towns I'm just discovering now. Crazy. Hey, if you hail from one of these towns that we've never heard of, feel free to give us a call. An officer on patrol that <laughs> no, night. No, don't. I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> I do. I want to hear about no, all these towns that we've no, never heard of before. About Templeton. Yeah. Come on. He's I Jay, do. He's the son of John Olver. He wants to go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're the so, everywhere man. A former shortstop for the San Diego Padres and St. Louis Cardinals. No, that's, that's Gary Templeton. Sorry. Okay, never mind. An officer on patrol that night came across a vehicle that was using a spotlight to search the surrounding area, and then they spotted some drunken guys shooting at a decoy deer with a crossbow. They didn't realize it was a decoy deer, but then the police officers who responded also found a dead deer that they had killed oh. with their crossbow. So they were charged with discharge of a crossbow within 150 feet of a roadway, illegal hunting with a crossbow, 
hunting with the aid of a motor vehicle, hunting with an artificial light, hunting after hours, and other violations as well. They're fighting that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good yeah, luck. Hunting after hours. Yeah, this is the thing, though. How is crossbow hunting uh, a thing? Like, I thought it was more of the compound bow. You know, like my um, brother, you know, my brother does all these different kinds of hunting. He does the mm-hmm. the rifle, he does the shotgun, mm-hmm. right. he does the spear the, fishing. No, the musket. Like he does that <laughs> whole musket black powder yeah. thing and, mm-hmm. and then he does the 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 bow hunting, but the bow is the it's a compound bow. It's not a yeah, like a I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So I I didn't know that the crossbow was the uh weapon of choice. Well, it's it shouldn't be because it's illegal yeah. apparently, especially within 150 feet of a roadway. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got weather today for you. About 55 with clouds this morning. Rain likely after 11 a.m. through the afternoon. And tomorrow we could hit the low 70s. Coming up next in the Mass Hat, a dentist in Wisconsin facing up to 20 years in prison. Details straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 with back Steve and Dave. On Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 73. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Dr. Wes Chesterson is going to be in the studio uh, next hour. He it, is? It is. Never uh, heard Saint, of him. He's got a big St. <laughs> Patrick's Day uh, gig uh, that he'll tell you all about. And, uh, oh, he's recording it live on the... No, you're not? He's not oh, in the studio. He's oh, going to be in the no, studio. He's going to be. He's going to be. God, anyway. back. Stop ruining the magic. Well, listen, there's no, it's like so little magic going on. All right, are we ready, guys? Ready. We're ready. Here we We're go. Ready. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. A dentist in Wisconsin facing up to 20 years in prison for cracking his patient's teeth on purpose so he could charge them more money. 61-year-old Scott Charmoli, averaging 32 crowns per 100 patients. What he'd do is use a drill to actually crack teeth, then take x-rays to submit to their insurance, proving they had cracked teeth. Then he would bill. You want to know how much? How much? Four point two million bucks between twenty sixteen and twenty nineteen. That's just three years, yeah. and that's just for the installation of crowns to fix the cracked teeth. Well, crowns are where the money's at mm-hmm. in dentistry. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys uh, know anything uh, about uh, dentistry. I know a thing or two about teeth. Uh, that you you want to jack somebody for a few bucks? Mm-hmm. Crowns. It's all about the crowns. It's not clear how long he'd been doing this, but he has been practicing since 1986. His license to practice got suspended, and almost 100 former patients are now suing him. But they got their crowns. Yeah. Well, then there you go. For for teeth that he cracked on purpose in order to cash in. He'll be a dentist. (laughs) He has the talent for causing things pain. He be a dentist. People will pay him to be inhumane. You remember that one? I do. Yeah, Steve Martin. Shot, Steve Martin. Right? Shop of Horrors. Right? Yeah, Steve Martin in the movie, right? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you got any more or not? You got any more show tunes for us? Or <laughs> no, not? I'm, all, I'm all tapped out this morning, Dave. All tapped out. <laughs> Maybe up. when Dr. Westchesterson gets here into the studio, yeah. well, he him, can belt out some show tunes. Oh, him, and I, him and I actually do have a hit together. <laughs> well, they right. do, actually. Yeah, really? We have, yeah. A, we have a whole music video and everything. 
Looking forward to it. We can't play it, though, because it's loaded with profanity. Yeah, and it's loaded with references we can't talk about. I mean, no. <laughs> we can bleep it out, can't we? Yeah. Right. Not yeah, that fast. Fit. No, no, it's not about that, Dave. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't feel like getting sued tomorrow. All right. All right, coming up in the 102 second sports, everything you need to know about the NCAA basketball tournament, and some stuff you don't need to know. Straight ahead. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is almost 7 a.m. About 55 for the highs today. Some fog burning off clouds this morning. Rain likely after 11 a.m. through the afternoon hours. We might hit the low 70s tomorrow. The weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey last night, Springfield Thunderbirds beat Bridgeport 3-2 in overtime. Tommy Cross will be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour on a Thunderbird Thursday with your chance to win all sorts of T-Bird stuff. And the T-Birds, by the way, hosting Lehigh Valley at the Mass Mutual Center tomorrow and Saturday. In NHL play last night, the Bruins lost to the Minnesota Wild 4-2. UMass men's hockey playing in the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell tomorrow at the TD Garden at 7.30. Baseball, first baseman Fred Freeman leaving the Braves to join the Dodgers on a big deal. And in golf, in Palm Harbor, Florida, first-round action today in the PGA's Valspar Championship. That's the number one sporting event named after interior and exterior paint in the entire world, I think. In football, Von Miller leaving the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. He'll be pass rushing for the Bills because of quarterback Josh Allen. That's the reason why he said he's going to Buffalo. And in basketball, the Celtics beat Golden State last night 110-88. to Also, Bryant losing to Wright State last night, 93-82 in one of those play-in games in the NCAA tournament. And Notre Dame beating Rutgers in double overtime on a shot that went in at 12.02 this morning. Yes, a win for Notre Dame on St. Patrick's Day officially for the Fighting Irish. 16 games on the slate for the NCAA tournament starting today, including UConn against New Mexico State at 6.50, Michigan-Colorado State at 12.15, and Gonzaga opening up at 4.15 today. Gonzaga is a number one seed, followed by Sunflower, Pumpkin, and Flax. And that's it for your 102-second sports. More March Madness viewpoints with Bax's View from the Couch next on Rock 102. Holidaybills.com slash credit. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, this afternoon at 12.15, I'll be sequestered in my living room, glued to the television, and carefully tracking the progress of my NCAA brackets. Now, in the past, I have given you great advice, such as printing out extra copies and filling them up by hand after each game to give the illusion that you know what you're doing. I've also told you over the years that in times of a bracket-filling stalemate, you should always choose a school with the higher tuition rates. That turned out to be not such great advice. Nevertheless, my brackets are complete and ready to be obliterated. Today I have Michigan, Providence, Memphis, Baylor, Tennessee, Iowa, Gonzaga, Marquette, UConn, Kentucky, St. Mary's, Creighton, Arkansas, San Francisco, UCLA, and Kansas beating Colorado State, South Dakota State, Boise State, Norfolk State, Longwood, Richmond, 
Georgia State, North Carolina, New Mexico State, St. Pete, Indiana, San Diego State, Vermont, Murray State, Akron, and Texan Southern. Wow. Now, looking back on my brackets now, I realize I must have a real bugaboo against state schools in the tournament. And while I can promise you that was completely unintentional, I'm pretty sure some of these teams are going to disappoint me gravely. And we get to do it all over again tomorrow for a second day in the first round. Now, I'm sure you might ask, Maxie, you stink at filling out these brackets. Why do you do this to yourself with this sort of abuse? Well, that's a fair question. Perhaps you should ask the other 45 million people in this country why they keep filling out their brackets every year, too. Listen, I don't have logic, forethought, or any level of introspection on my side when it comes to March Madness. I'm literally shooting from the hip and hoping that I don't embarrass myself like every other dope in America. Sure, it'd be nice to have the kind of superpowers that allow me to fill these things out correctly, but that sort of thing simply does not exist. What does exist is me coming in here tomorrow and complaining about what a mess I've made of my brackets, because it's going to get ugly. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. So you get in the ladder with a brush and a can of paint. The last thing you want to do is have to go up there again real soon. That's why you want to get Benjamin Moore at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Benjamin Moore lasts and lasts. Sure, there are cheaper paints out there, but who wants to go back in that ladder? Not me. Good people, rock solid service, and Benjamin Moore paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 710. We're back, Steve and Dave, and bad company on Rock 102. Good company coming up, too. About 55 for the highs today. Clouds, maybe some fog this morning, maybe some rain around 11 a.m. going through the afternoon hours. Nothing I'd rather do on a St. Patrick's Day than go watch an Italian uh, guy sing (laughs) his heart out. It's Dr. Wes Chesterson in the studio with us. Good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, what a beautiful morning. (laughs) Oh, what a beautiful day. There's your show tune. There you go. Oklahoma. Perfect. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plane. You got it. You know it. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show you, you've met dave here off uh, off air uh, this I, is a big thrill i'm sure <laughs> i mean it's a defining moment for me actually but it's funny dave I, I i lived in syracuse for a bit i used to listen to you back in the early 90s when i was you know 14 <laughs> well so did so did steve you, you didn't hear this whole thing i did last week no about me making fun of the fact that i listened to both of these guys when i was a child that would explain <laughs> yeah, a lot right. yeah 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 <laughs> I'll have to send you that file. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. And I also want to say thank you so much for using, you know, the song as your theme. That was, it's a great honor. Well, we couldn't get anybody else to let us use it. Yeah, well, we try to say, who can we honor the most? Well, the first five people aren't available. Which sucker needs a break? Let's give this guy We don't just use it on the show, by the way. We use it in the daily promos, the 30-second promos that we run during the rest of the hours on Rock 102. Oh, cool. Thank you. Do I get extra? For that, sure. Extra what? <laughs> You're gonna get just about as much as you got for the first. <laughs> Perfect for the first round. Yeah, Brad, uh, Brad Shepard's version of the Irish Rose wasn't uh, <laughs> him and the Dan Kane singers wasn't gonna be flying on this show for the opening. It's too bad because he did the hell did a, such a when great I job. Uh, smiling. So uh, you're going to be at the at the still tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm in town. I'm I'm doing an Irish gig. Uh, I've got uh, my band, a, a bunch of guys I've been playing with since sixth grade. Really, wow. really. Yeah, my buddy Dave Fazio. He's a school teacher in Agua. My buddy Mike Smith. Uh, he's a uh, school teacher in Longmeadow. Uh, they they're in the Good Acoustics. You know those guys they play around yeah, the area. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's those two guys. And then my other buddy John O'Neill. He's on uh, the percussion. Oh, we know John. We love 
John. Oh, you know John? Yeah, 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 of course. We love John, yeah. We used to, in fact, uh, we used to do our show on uh, St. Patrick's Day at the Still in the morning, and And we'd have John come out and he'd sing all these Irish songs. John's great. He'd sing the Unicorn song. I love that one. We'd do that one. Oh, that's a showstopper. And uh, and Whiskey in the Jar and the Wild Rover. I loved it. Well, if you want to hear them all, stop down to the Still at 5. I'm on the accordion today, I should mention, too, by the way. How many many instruments do you play? Or can you you play? I'm mainly a keyboard player, but I'm just just dangerous enough on drums and guitar to get Mm. by, I guess you'd say. But you know, I don't know if I'd do a full gig on guitar. Maybe get maybe drums, but yeah, keys mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, during the pandemic, during the thick of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you did a couple of uh, live stream shows. Yeah, which were kind of cool. I mean, you know, my wife and I, Jenny, were 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 watching you on one of them. You know, trying to get your attention by chatting at you, but you know, you're in the middle of uh, performing. What are you going to do? That's the weird thing about those shows. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, you're in it. And, you know, my shows, I'm like one song after the other. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So it's like I, I, I see all the comments afterwards, and I'm like, I, I almost you need to have a second person to respond to the comments as they're com- <laughs> or tell you what's going on. Be like, you're messing this up. Don't, you know, do this or whatever. But. Yeah, but it, but it, at a, but the point I, I'm trying to make, though, is at a time when everyone was uh, oh. you know, scared to death of going out of their house. Yeah. To have those kinds of uh, that kind of option for entertainment was really very cool. Well, thanks. I'm and glad we enjoyed you the hell out it. of it. Thank you. I'm glad you like. It just goes to show you how oblivious I am to everything. I didn't really realize I should be scared of you know like a pandemic or anything. I'm like, oh, I'll just keep being an idiot on the internet for a while. Right. I guess. How deep is the <laughs> Westchesterson family tree, by the way? And who's on the other side of the family? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, given you know my past, I've had a bit of a checkered past, so I, I, I really shouldn't I, you know I, I got talk you. about. It's kind of like witness relocation, but <laughs> yeah. not really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've got a I've got a younger sister. Mm-hmm. Her name's Leslie Westchesterson. Leslie Westchesterson. <laughs> okay, yeah, she good. was uh, an adjunct professor at Mount Holyoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in uh, women's studies. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got some other uh, cousins further yeah. down the line. Meanwhile, you have all these alumni going, I don't remember a West Chesterson on the faculty at <laughs> yeah, all. No. I, who is this? I'd like to hear about a, a faculty member at Holyoke who is uh, specializing in men's studies. Now, that oh. would be something at Holyoke. Yeah, it right? would be something. Yeah, yeah that would be a class I would not want to sit in <laughs> right. on, I don't think. I think you'd only have like one or two <laughs> exactly. students yeah. going after that with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I, yeah. I think you're right. Dave, how are things going for you? What's it like to be the most hated guy in Western Mass? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I've been through a couple of marriages. I know about oh, okay. being hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. This, is so like, this is like a yeah. cakewalk yeah. or something like that. I, well, I, you know, it's funny. I, you know, obviously I, I'm checking everything out and all the chatter and everything, and it's like, God, people, you know, give the dude a chance at least, you know? Like, let's see let's see what he does. Well, anyway. if there's anything that uh, New England does well with is abrupt change. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. We're I don't know if a well. single New England yeah. that holds on to a grudge. Right, yeah. No. Never, never no. seen never. that. No. <laughs> no, it's water, all water under the bridge. Yeah. Roll with the punches they out love, here. Yeah. I love we, Mac we, Jones with the Patriots. He replaced Tom Brady. I don't know, you know... I, I that's guess a, I'm no Mac Jones. That's a football team, that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yes. the only two New England <laughs> names he knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunate. We have to teach him a little bit more. Yeah. It's a, there's a learning curve when it comes yeah. to Western Mass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like try and take away like one of the restaurants, take away what, you know, White Hut. Remember mm-hmm. when that was like, yeah. oh, in the Hookie Lao, it's like, those are all gone. I was watching uh, the the, uh, the Western Mass video ah. and like the first four places that you visit are all 
gone. I mean, you know, Gus and Pauls is gone. You know, Big Mamu is, uh, you know, he's gone. doing other things now. I mean, just, yeah. like, wow. Like, <laughs> the Lido Club's gone. The yeah, Lido's, Lido's gone. gone. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Monte Carlo's gone. Jay so, Joseph, you're where yeah. you've seen your Where prom? do all the mobsters hang out now is my question with all those places gone. You know what, what I heard Shay Joseph was being turned into, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? A marijuana place. Really? Yeah. That's Which funny. would be perfect. I mean, that. I mean, as... For all the things it could turn into. Well, you know. For that, your significant. I mean, you went to your senior prom there at Chase. I did. Them. Well, you're yeah. aware that a partner, uh, an associate of mine and I, we have a bid in to turn it into a nightclub called Triad. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, If you check on the internet, there's some uh, promo well, then commercials. Forget out what there. I said about it being yeah, turned into a dispensary. Gonna, I thought there was a, that was the rumor in the beginning. Was no, actually, a friend of mine and I, we are actively uh, pursuing purchasing Shea Joseph and turn it into a nightclub. It's going to be Aguam's hottest, sexiest nightclub it's called triad we've got uh we're, we're building a full-scale uh reproduction of the agawam rollaway the oh, roller wow. skating in the basement and then we have well, uh, be like the hottest club in agawam since the elbow oh my god the elbow you know the elbow <laughs> who doesn't get, know the elbow get out of here so oh. you, you mentioned all these places that are no longer. Yeah. Are, are the places that replace them also the most hated places now in Western Mass, uh, similar to my experience I here? I don't know. What, what are you doing after the show? Let's roll around and we can go check them out. I'm ready. He's already setting the gra- the seeds of, of discontent already. Yeah. I'm just going to have to ask you to wear a bag over your head while we're driving around. <laughs> so Dr. West Chesterson is in the uh, the studio. But uh, so, uh, yeah, so you're going to open up a club? I mean, I mean, do you have a time frame of when this well, is going to happen? Well, we're you know in permitting table. We've have, we've we've had some uh, physical issues uh, in terms of the technical aspect. Uh, one of the things we have we have a room that's dedicated to uh, massages, and, and we have milking tables in uh, in the room. Right, wow. and okay. there's a cistern underneath the. Uh, you know, room and it, right, it ruptured, right. so we have to. This sounds like one hell of a place, man. You're gonna love it. Wait yeah. until you ride the mechanical Trump. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> See how long you can hang out. <laughs> well, we all kind of did for quite some time. Yeah, it probably good. won't last four years. Though. Some, some are still hanging on to it. I don't <laughs> talk know. about talk about white knuckling it. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'd like to see Biden r- ride the mechanical Trump. Actually, that would be entertaining. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he rode him out of the building once. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. So, yeah, um, so anyway, yeah, we'll. I'll definitely keep you posted as to when it's over. But yeah, Triad. It's going to be called Triad. It's going to be hmm. amazing. So. What? Cool. Uh, how much weed do you smoke? There's no tour dates on your website. What's going on? there oh uh i forgot that i had a website actually <laughs> um Dr. Uh, in the to answer your first com. question a lot a yeah. lot of weed a lot of weed yeah well but uh but this isn't the only show you got here right now no but, i've actually it, got i've got yeah. some stuff coming i don't know did i tell you guys this i've i recently signed, i've been playing uh keyboards in a rolling stones tribute band nice called the blushing brides they claim they're one of the original they claim they're the first tribute band of all time mm-hmm. along with like physical graffiti and the machine and you know they're like mid-70s so uh yeah we're playing at geraldine's in may on saturday i think it's may 24th or 25th whatever wow. saturday is no that's that's the new geraldine's not the, the old new, geraldine's which is now a, a, a jewelry store oh is it really yeah, yeah. Hmm. now would I, you be more like nikki hopkins or chuck lavelle uh, great question nikki hopkins both great by the way yeah yep. uh yep. in the beginning of the pandemic they had the, the guy was selling the uh, the awning from outside of geraldine's 
Oh, the, really? The green awning that was. Yeah. And he was selling it for like a thousand bucks. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want that though. I want the misspelled lounge sign that was on the. Remember, it was Luange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but nobody ever told me like the story behind it because obviously somebody must have said, "Hey, that's spelled wrong." Right. Are we just leaving this up here for right. the, for its for the rest of this life of this club, or are we just you know? The answer is yes. Yeah, but 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 what's the story behind it? I don't know what the what the actual story was. The guy at the so, well, either the who Geraldine's, you know, owner could Gerald, s- yeah. Gerald, right? Yeah, couldn't spell, or you know, the sign printing guy couldn't. Yeah, but that works as advertising. The Yonkers Raceway yeah. had their sign misspelled for years, and they left yeah, it that way it, because it attracted people. It definitely ah, worked because yeah. you could not not right. look at it yeah. every exactly. time you walked, or you drove by. Well, it. that right. certainly worked in in West Springfield, where Luange apparently attracted any woman over the age of 50 who's been recently yeah. divorced. Okay, can we talk about there's there was a slew of great like cougar bars back in the day and I'm, <laughs> like of, my of which first... the Geraldine's the Wrinkle Ranch was the uh, Wrinkle was, Ranch was the top, <laughs> top spot. That's great. Trumpets. Trumpets. Yeah, yes, tr- wait, what? Trumpets at Trumpets. the hotel in Chicopee. Oh, wait, what's that? It know. was it was like like Sunday nights they'd have this like over 60 night, I think <gasps> okay. it was, or something like that. I was that. more of yeah. a Mingles kind of guy. Uh, the Mingles, wagon wheel. Mingles. Oh, yeah. Wagon yeah. Wheel. Mingles. Mingles was there. Yep. And then when at my first, one of my first gigs in Western Mass, I was like 17 years old. And I was playing with Dave and Mike, the guys I'm playing with tonight. And we used to have like a, a bi-monthly gig at uh, Bernardino's in Chicopee. Do you guys remember this place? I do I remember, remember that. Yeah. 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 There was like a bakery on the bottom. And yeah. then the, the top floor was like this this... 80s, so 80s, not like fake plastic palm trees. <laughs> and Mr. Bernardino would be there in his like white suit, like sh- going to table to table, shaking hands and everything. And I'm like 17. I remember going in there for my first gig. And I go, I set up my keyboards, I go right up to the bar. I just got my braces off. And I go to the bartender and I'm like, I'm like, hi, I'll have a Budweiser. And he just looks at me like up and down. He goes, yeah, okay. And then he just cracks a bud and hands it to me. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Can't do that nowadays. Those were the days. They were. Man, I miss those places. So the uh, but Geraldine's uh, now, I, you know, no one's calling it the Wrinkle Ranch. It's like, uh, I mean, not to not to you know to besmirch the new location, Great but it's word. like you know, that's what we knew of the of the uh, of uh, Geraldine's. Yeah, I was actually there last weekend. I went to go see the Iron Maidens, the all female tribute band, oh, the yeah. Iron Maiden tribute. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. I've heard they're great. Unreal. Yeah, like like. Note for note, just crazy mm-hmm. energy. They were great, but actually, that that I didn't realize going there that that was the old maximum capacity, the max cap yep. club that was there. Yeah, and uh, I did a show there once, and it, I was on the the lower floor, which is like the pub area. Right, and uh, I go in. We I pull into the parking lot, and uh, like it's packed, and it's just like doom, oops, oops. And you can hear the music, <laughs> and there's like you know just hot chicks all dressed up mm-hmm. and dudes you know with and like I'm like this place is packed I can't believe it's great well that was for the club upstairs <laughs> so I go down and we set up and I'm we're going to you know you know my show you've seen yeah. my hip hop show it's like you know it's a lot of profanity laden you know songs about smoking weed and you know getting down and whatever <laughs> and uh, there were there were five people my wife her parents her mom and dad and then like two other people and uh that was it. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm s- doing these songs and my, my Could- father-in-law is sitting there. I think it was the first time he ever saw me. And he's he's a Bud Light kind of guy, you know. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, oh, God, it was the most cringeworthy moment of my life. <laughs> well, could you even hear your own music with the thumping going on from Barely. upstairs? Yeah, that's <laughs> which, what I mean. Which might have worked yeah. out better for everybody, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, we're all out of time. You you hang out for a little bit? or you Whatever good? you need, yeah. Right, I can hang good. out. Yeah. Yeah. Might, as well cool. hang. might as well hang. Okay. Hang. Share right. with us. 724 cool. with Back Steve and Dave and Dr. Wes Chesterson at Rock 102. GG. It's seven twenty-seven yeah. with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. Doctor West Chesterson is in the, is in the studio again tonight at the Still. Yeah. at five o'clock. Yes, it'll be a great show. Can't wait. I understand you guys are making corned beef in a crock pot upstairs. Oh, I'm is making that it true? right now. Yeah, I'm making it right now. That's it's uh, it's it's in the Instapot. When's the due date on that? It says thirteen <laughs> minutes left, and then they gotta release the steam. So All probably right. another half hour, okay. it'll be ready. All right. Yeah. Wow, you know you got to release the steam. You're a corned beef oh, connoisseur. I, listen, uh, <laughs> I've got this recipe down, uh, my friend. You're, and if you stick around long enough, maybe you'll be able to taste my beef. You, you got like to ooh, put my salty beef in tempting, your mouth? Tempting. Tempting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love hot meat in my mouth. <laughs> I bet you do. You're like a, uh, like a nice brine yeah. cut. Oh, yeah. there's nothing better than just like a large chunk of, of, of what is that even? What is it's, be- it's, it's a brisket, beef brisket, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah then you then, just then. boil in water. The Irish were just such great culinary innovators. <laughs> yeah. really, when you well, think about see, it. that's a, this is the reason why I cook it this way because when I was growing up, uh, my mother who was Irish and my dad who was German, uh, they just the only way they know how to cook corned beef and cabbage was to boil the hell out of it, right? And it had no flavor to it. It was it was dry. It was disgusting. It, it, Wait, like so that. what are you doing upstairs with so, it? So, you know, my brother years ago gives me this recipe for uh, g- cooking it in Guinness. Oh. So it's 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 in Guinness. It's You, you take, you want me to give the recipe yeah, again? Yeah, why not? All right, so you take the Guinness, right? And you, I took two cans this time, and I poured the Guinness. You put the meat in the pot with all the stuff in it. If, the, if, it, if it comes with those peppercorn things, you put that oh, yeah, in there, too. yeah, you got to have those. But if it doesn't, it's okay because a lot of them are already brined. You know, there are a lot of them are already pre-brined. Pre-brined, right? So you you put it into the into into the pot, and then you you take a couple of thick slices of onion, real thick slices. Okay. That'll suck up the fat from the corned beef. Uh-huh. Then you pour the beer over the top of it. I put in a bunch of garlic cloves too in this one. I like it. And then uh, and then a little bit of Worcestershire sauce and a little bit of soy sauce. That's something new I added. Okay. Right. And just like maybe a tablespoon of each. All right. And then you 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 fill the rest with water to cover the the corned beef. Yeah. And then you set it for an hour and a half in the instant pot, and boom. So you're you still got, boiling it. It's, He's pressure you're, cooking. You're pressure it now. cooking it. Oh, it's pressure cooking. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. And so then, it falls apart, and but but it's moist because it has uh, all the juices in it, and it tastes so much better than just putting it in boiled water. Can you taste the Guinness? You, you can, yeah. It has a nice little uh, flavor to Guinness-y it, like a stout kind of, flavor to ooh. it. Yeah, it's very good. Maybe I, I will think stick you around. should. Stick you might want to. I might have to stick yeah. around for this. Well, awesome. plus you got your green shirt on. Of course, Steve has his green shirt on. Back, yeah. you and I didn't. Uh, we you didn't get the uh, memo that it was St. Patrick's uh, Day. Uh, My eyes are green. <laughs> uh, I think there's a tooth in there. It's green, and I picked a booger about. An hour ago, so I'm pretty good. Great, I'm all set. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, you want to hang out with corned beef? You're more than welcome. Well, to. I appreciate it. I yeah. thanks. Well, I might. Stick I might. Around. I was stick th- around. You know what Come I think on. I might do? I've heard. You know, obviously, I'm a fan of Mrs. Murphy's Donuts in in Southwick, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know. I think it was last year that Donut Dip right down the road over here. Didn't they get some big accolade? People finally recognized Donut Dip. Well, the problem with Donut Dip is that building had a problem with their roof, and okay. Donut Dip is no longer in East. Long Meadow. They're only in, uh, they're only 
in West Springfield now. Really? Yes. Yeah. And is it the same though, or are the quality of donuts? Oh, the, well, donut, donut dip never lost any quality. The, okay. They still make still, everything in West Springfield. Yeah. All right, because I'm gonna go there next, I think, and I'm gonna do the side by. I've never had donut dip, so I'm gonna do the mm. Coke Pepsi challenge of Western Mass donuts. Oh yeah, no, you you, know. you will not be disappointed. All right, I wonder if they have a corned beef donut this morning. You know, or like they an might. Irish. Kind of you know, boiled I took, donut, I, cabbage I, donut. Yeah, cabbage I, and I took my kid there a few weeks ago on a Sunday morning. The the, the Boston creams were warm; they were still warm. They oh, just like filled yeah, them all up. It, it's like I can't, you can't beat that donut anywhere. That, that Boston the, cream from Donut Dip, warm Boston cream yeah, donut. It's, it was uh, absolutely delicious. Something mildly arousing about that. Yeah, <laughs> Be- beating your donut. Yeah, yeah. 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 I hear you. Mm. Absolutely. It's back, Stephen, Dave, and Doctor Westchesterson. Seven thirty-one news is next on Rock One Hundred Two. The great return to work. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. We're about seven minutes away from corned beef. It's time for news and brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home Improvement is offering fourteen hundred hours off installation with no money down, no payments. And no interest for a full year. Visit YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. A man from Norwood, Mass., in big trouble on a number of fronts. He claimed to be a Massachusetts State Police trooper. Dressed up like one. Had a car that appeared to be a trooper vehicle. All in an effort to coerce women into sexual acts. Mohammed Elawad, 30 years old, dressed up in police clothing and threatened to arrest women if they did not take payment in return for sex with him. That would be a uh, a red flag if I were pulled over. Mm-hmm. I've never had a cop uh, say I could get out of a ticket for sexual favors. Well, the day's young. And it is it is St. Patrick's Day. Wait a minute. What about that breathalyzer I took? It was shaped like a mushroom. <laughs> That might not not have been a mushroom. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Mohammed Elawad, obviously going to be going away for a little while. You can't impersonate mass state police, and you can't coerce women into sex. Last we checked, Stacker has- Well, you can. Yeah, but you're not going to get away with it. No, no. Stacker has compiled a list of the cities with the worst commutes. In Massachusetts, they used some data from the U.S. Census Bureau. And number one, Randolph Town, just south of Boston, average time spent commuting to work, just over 39 minutes. No Western Mass towns made the top 25, by no, the way. No, because most people in Boston don't even realize that Springfield exists. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? I thought uh, we should be doing traffic updates like every hour here because <laughs> of all the traffic that's around. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, what would be the uh, worst commute? Maybe yours, Steve, because you travel quite a distance from your house to get here every day. Uh, I mean, it's like, f- it depends. It's 45, 40 to 50 minutes, depending on which way I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, the, the thing is, if, if we lived in a metro area, mm-hmm. we don't really realize how lucky we are around here. Yeah, When I was down in Atlanta visiting my, my sister, you know, like, oh, let's go, go to the sushi place. It's only two miles from here. Well, it was like 32 minutes to get there because that's how slow the traffic is and all the damn lights that you got to wait for. I mean, it, it's it's rare when you have a backup that lasts more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Really very rare. Yep. And, and my commute is like door to door, 12 minutes, 10 minutes if I'm excited to be in the building, which, as you can guess, it's a 15-minute drive. You, you had a lot of, yeah, I was going to say it was 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I got it similar because I'm in Enfield, as I've spoken about before, and I think maybe I'm just slightly more than you, Bax. Maybe we got to time each other. Maybe we have a little race to the radio station someday. Oh, kind of like a Formula One thing. Yeah. You're, you're racing on the city streets. Yeah. Be, for us, be like more like Formula Eight or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah. I think we should do that someday. I have no interest in being part of that. Well, you're not, you can't compete. Yeah. You I mean, mean you, not, you, unless you go really. No, I, f- I, I have no interest in watching it happen. Like, <laughs> no. you don't do that. Yeah. What's, <laughs> does it, what, what sounds more fun than, yeah. than seeing two very old men drive their yeah. cars at breakneck speeds of 26 miles an hour? Well, how many MPEGs did you use to get here? Huh, you little whippersnapper? I would have gotten here faster if my coat weren't stuck on the car door. And uh, which one of us would get arrested quicker, by the way, coming from where you're coming from or coming from where I, I see cops all the time on the back roads from Enfield to East Longmeadow. He's coming from Hamden. Those those cops are like they're like rogue agents. They just want to arrest everybody. No, that's Wilbraham. That's what I hear. No, no, I hear no. The Wilbraham Ham- cops Ham- got a real Ham- yeah. Hamden. Yeah, Hamden. Hamden's the one. Uh, you better watch your step. You better watch your mouth. You treat those people with respect. You know. I always do. Yeah. Yes, sir. And thank you. I, oh, I'm very polite to the local constabulatory. Yeah. Got a couple of different recalls to tell you about. One for gummies. I know this will interest you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Talk about your marijuana gummies all the time. These are yep. not marijuana gummies. Oh, these are normal gummies. Normal gummies. They're airborne gummies. That's the name of the product. Uh, a recall for... Three million bottles of them after dozens of injuries have been reported. Now, well, the the airborne is that the like the cold medication, right? I I guess. Are you familiar with it? Because I'm not. I, I yeah, just, it's air- like uh, Zycam or something. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, sixty three ounce, excuse me, sixty three count and seventy five count bottles of the airborne gummies have pressure buildup in them putting consumers at risk of injuries. There have been at least 70 reports of the caps or seals popping off of the bottles while people are trying to get to their medication or get to their vitamins. No kidding. Yeah. One portion reported an eye injury that needed medical attention. 18 others reported minor injuries from the pressure buildup when they got hit in other portions of their bodies. So it's the bacteria or something inside the airborne thing that's making it pressurized? I guess, maybe. Somebody losing an eye or you know, getting a you know, you know, yeah. clipped in the forehead. Yeah. You know, years ago, speaking of the pressure buildup, there was a, a house in the Syracuse area, maybe even when you were there, that blew up because somebody was making homemade horseradish in the basement. And on a hot summer day, all the bottles of horseradish combusted and the whole house went up in flames. I don't remember that, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of bottling people up there, canning. Mm-hmm. Like people oh, do yeah, a lot of canning right. of vegetables and sauces and things. Right. Yeah. So horseradish is very dangerous, apparently, as are airborne gummies. So if you have any in your house, you might want to check that, especially ones where you haven't opened up the bottle yet. Another recall for more than 17,000 walkers, but not the walkers that Bax and I would be using at our advanced age. Right. The little toddler walkers. Oh, I thought you were going to say J.J. Walker. Who's going to be at East Mountain Country Club uh, pretty soon? Yeah. yeah. That oh my! Yeah. Or show me the money. Did you have you seen you've seen the commercial I now? Have. Yeah. I have. Is it creepy? Am I the only one who's feeling yep. this creepy? Yeah. Yep. I mean it's too creepy. Yep. So anyway, these are the wooden activity walkers for toddlers. So they mimic the kind of walkers, but they, they're sort of like these push strollers for toddlers. Right. They're sold in the US and Canada. And apparently the wheels and wheel attachment hardware detaches. 
on these walk-and-learn wooden activity toddler walkers, and they pose a choking hazard to young children, again, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. So if you have any of these around the house, be careful. The agency describes the product as a wooden activity walker with yellow sides and blue wheels with multicolored activity features on the front. You can check out the picture, by the way. You can Google it if you want. Uh, Apparently... The Batat Toys, which makes it, says they've received six reports of the wheels and attachment hardware detaching, including one report of a child putting a detached metal nut in their mouth. I've done that before. Yeah, I bet you have. A detached metal nut? You uh, needed the money. Hey, boy, who's got a detached metal nut in their mouth? <laughs> ah. So be careful with these things is all I'm saying. We have to be. Yes. The weather today, highs of about 50. Uh, uh, uh No. That's not oh, that's right! Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh! Thanks right. for reminding yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, we didn't. I didn't talk about that before. No. Are we ready? Yeah, yes. let's do Here it. Here we go. And now, <laughs> Steve Nagel's Fog Buster forecast, brought to you by Fog Buster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Reach for the black and white can in the beverage cooler. Well, the fog is definitely busting out there. Look for the black and white can uh, now in the beverage cooler at every Big Y Express. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. Going to be mostly cloudy today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, sunshine and a high of 73. It's 41 in downtown Springfield. And uh, coming up in uh, Now Hear This, oh, we got some great stuff for you. I know you covered some of this in the Hollywood Trash segment Mm -hmm. with the tats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the branding that a big star has. We're going to get to that. And and also, something that disturbed me from a show that we did a few days ago. So I'm going to play a sound clip featuring you guys. Oh, boy. Okay. And I'm very disturbed by this. Now hear this coming up on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 751. And Kansas, the back Stephen Dave on St. Patrick's Day on Rock 102. Are you going to get your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast ready for you today? Are going to be the fog this morning at a high of 52 for the clouds in the sky today? And then tomorrow, some shamrocks, a sunny sky at a high of 73. Oh, good Lord, it's 41 in downtown Springfield. And we're shipping off to Agawam today? <laughs> I think so. All right. That's fine. And then when is the uh, corned beef brisket going to be ready there, Steve? Uh, probably in about five minutes. After we get through this next bit. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 It's corned beef waiting. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Great neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. All right, I'll start with a little quiz for you guys with clip number one from a show I've never seen. The Masked Singer. Have you? No, never. No, I've uh, I've seen uh, like a half an episode, but then I usually just bury my face into my phone. It looks like one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Here was the masked singer last night. See if you could pick up who the celebrity was before they unveiled him. Here we go. West Virginia. Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Mick Jagger. No. Uh, Phyllis Diller. I don't think they get stars that big, and I think Phyllis Diller died. Not not that she still couldn't. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. A Weekend of Bernie's yeah. kind of performance. That I don't know. That was my guess. That was Joe Buck. That was Joe Buck. Once again. West Virginia. Mouth mama. Take me home. 
Does he really need the money that bad to be doing things like that? Well, he, now? Ju- he just signed a contract with ESPN to do Monday Night Football for, yeah. for uh, with Troy Aikman. By the yes. way, those two have been together for twenty years. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, first of all, they don't pay him to be on that show. He's just getting extra publicity, probably to launch that new oh, exactly. appearance. I'm sure they absolutely pay him to be on that show. I don't I, think so. I don't think anybody works for free. Yeah, I, I think everybody, like, even guests that go on like the shows, like the Colbert and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, they all get paid at least scale. Yeah. yeah, it's some kind of like basic fee they get. Well, anyway, he was the masked singer last night, singing that classic piece of crap. And then he and Aikman are on ESPN. I, I don't know anybody who thinks that Aikman is good at his job, by the way. I don't really mind Aikman. I, I mean, I prefer him with Joe Buck than, say, like a Tim McCarver with a Joe Buck. Yeah. I think Joe Buck's very good. I, I just Aikman doesn't do much for me. So. I don't give a book. How about that? How about mm-hmm. that? Clip number two. Yes. I know Steve covered this in Hollywood trash, but I actually have the audio Mm -hmm. from the Ellen show yesterday where Kim Kardashian was talking about the tattoos that her boyfriend Pete Davidson has and the branding that he has as well. (laughs) When you say branding, so like literally like an iron thing went onto his body to brand Kim. Yes. I just think he was like, I want something that I can't cover it up, and I just wanted it like there as like a scar. Wow. I think my favorite one says my girl is a lawyer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, how about that? Yeah. Uh, how about that? Man. He's been what? branded. What's going to happen when they break up? He right. can go date another lawyer and be okay because he doesn't have to remove the tattoo. <laughs> but now he's got a brand that's never going to go away. Yeah. You can't get rid of the branding either. I think you can get rid of the tattoos now. I don't know how you get rid of a branding. I don't think you do. It's who who poked him with the hot poker? I bet Kanye be willing I to. I bet you he did. I bet you. I'll brand you on my ranch out in Wyoming. <laughs> you can ride around in one of my 76 Raptors. Does, does a regular tattoo artist have the ability to do a branding, or do you got to go somewhere separate for that? I don't know of any uh, legal branding shops here in Massachusetts. Yeah, I've never heard of anybody branding around here. And clip number three Mm. is the one that's disturbing to me a little bit. Okay. And it happened on an earlier show here with Back Steve and Dave, and it happened when you guys were asking me about my apartment. Okay. Remember that? Yes. Segment there? Right. Yeah, I'm going to play the clip for you. Walk us through. You walk in the door mm-hmm. of Dave Coombs' home, and yes. what, what do we see? We, what kind of, we have furniture? Do we well, have any furniture? There's the sex swing hanging from the ceiling. In there. Uh, I know you don't have one of those. I've just, <laughs> I've just about heard enough. Yeah. Now, you were so quick to mm-hmm. dismiss that. I mean, I'm kind of hurt by that, frankly, that, you know, I threw it out there, obviously, as a joke, but you rejected it immediately. Like, there's no way... Dave, you've got a sex swing. Well, because you don't look like a sex swing kind of guy. How, you can, you t- how can you tell? You're, you're more of a fleshlight kind of dude. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that stick to the wall of the shower right. that you can uh, you know, easily just Plus, do your business in the morning yeah. when you wake yeah. up. Plus you're renting, and I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. a single... A uh, landlord that will allow you to put a sex swing on their on the on the ceiling, no matter no matter how you molly that thing up. How would they know? How would they know? And I'm on a first floor, by the way, so it's not like it would create any problem for the apartment below me. I mean, I you know, I again, I'm hurt that you just like to. I mean, I don't have a sex swing. Obviously, I was joking, but say we we knew it. I'm surprised know. of all the things I've said to you in the last three weeks, that was the thing that hurt you the most. <laughs> That's the most surprising part. (laughs) 
That's it for now here. This coming up in just a couple of minutes, we have more on the NCAA March Madness straight ahead on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. We're going to have some rain probably late morning, 11 a.m. ish through most of the afternoon today. Highs of about 55 with clouds throughout the day as well. And right now it is 42 degrees in East Longmeadow. The weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey last night, Springfield Thunderbirds, an overtime win over Bridgeport 3-2 at the Mass Mutual Center. They're hosting Lehigh Valley tomorrow and Saturday at Mass Mutual. And we've got Tommy Cross coming up on the phone in just a few minutes on a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. Your chance to score some goodies. Stay tuned. NHL. Minnesota Wild over the Bruins last night, 4-2. to two. In baseball, Freddie Freeman, the first baseman leaving the Atlanta Braves right after winning a World Series. He's going to join the Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million deal. Speaking of six-year deals, Von Miller, the pass rusher from the Rams, leaving that team after winning a Super Bowl and signing a six-year contract for $120 million with the Buffalo Bills. He says he did it because of quarterback Josh Allen, who he really admires. And in basketball, the Celtics beat Golden State 110-88 to last night. Also, congrats to Callie Kavanaugh, currently playing for Fairfield University, still the record holder at Holyoke, for scoring for women's basketball. She and her Fairfield University teammates playing tomorrow night in the women's draw of the NCAA tournament against the University of Texas. The UMass women, by the way, against Notre Dame on Saturday. Last night, a couple more of those play-in games in the NCAA men's tournament. Bryant lost to Wright State, 93-82. to And Notre Dame got a win officially on St. Patrick's Day, right? They beat Rutgers 89-87 in double overtime on a shot with 1.4 seconds left that went in the basket at 12.02 this morning. Yes, St. Patrick's Day, a win for the Fighting Irish. What else is new? And 16 games on the slate today in the NCAA tournament, including UConn against New Mexico State at 6.50, Michigan, Colorado State, the first game at 12.15. Duke plays tomorrow. Duke's Coach K will be retiring at the end of the season, or as Tom Brady put it, okay. <laughs> That's it for your 102-second sports. Bax has more on March Madness next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. There are about a million. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, today is it. Sure, it's St. Patrick's Day, a day where we recognize the saintly patronage of the 5th century apostle of Ireland who, despite never being formally canonized by the Vatican, having lived prior to canonical law, is celebrated with such saintly traditions as boiled heavily salted meats, binge drinking, and throwing rocks and bottles at Protestants. And while that's all wonderful stuff, today is also the opening round of March Madness, which leaves me feeling slightly divided on how to occupy my day. On one hand, I can celebrate the Holy Feast of St. Patrick by passing out on someone's front lawn after a full day of sucking down a few dozen pints of green beer and shots of nearly anything 
Or I can sit in front of my television and consume myself with all 16 opening round matchups of today's March Madness schedule, knowing full well I'll do it all again tomorrow too. Tough call for sure. But since I know very few people have failed the breathalyzer test after getting behind the wheel of a car filling out their tourney time brackets, I think I'll be opting for an afternoon of college basketball instead of in the safety of my home. The rest of you amateurs can enjoy the drunken stupor. I've got ball games to watch. You see, they don't offer rehab for people who are addicted to their NCAA brackets. You rarely see interventions run on people before the Sweet 16. You rarely see people making amends or conceding to a higher power because a number 5 seed just got bounced out of the tournament by playing a number 12 seed. And while NCAA bracketology is a sickness like any other compulsive behavior, it's probably not going to ruin my liver and it's probably not going to affect my ability to operate heavy machinery. So despite the many options for drunken carousing that might otherwise be available today for St. Patty's Day, the only thing that's going to get effed up in my house tonight will be my NCAA brackets. But hey, never mind, Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. We're talking paint? You want to talk to Josh at the Liberty Street Rockies or Caroline at the Agawam Rockies or maybe Dina at the Island Pond Rockies in Springfield? Got a painting project? You know where to go. Good people, paint people and rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. It's 8-12. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Got to be uh, mostly cloudy today with a high of 52. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 73. It's 42 right now in downtown Springfield. I wonder if Tommy Cross of the Springfield Thunderbirds has any Irish in his background. Tommy, you got any Irish in you? I do not. Do you uh, want some? <laughs> uh, I don't, but I'll enjoy a nice Guinness today. Uh, absolutely. Hey, uh, first of all, the uh, the Thunderbirds are in first place, which is which is awesome. And in the uh, the last, I don't know, the last uh, fifteen days, you guys have taken three games into overtime and, and have won them all. So you guys are are kicking ass. That's unbelievable. Yeah, we're we're playing pretty well. We've had some tight games. We we've clawed back in a couple, and then we blew a lead in a couple. So, um, good, both good and bad. But I think overtime's treated us well so far. Um, but that can be that can be a bit of a double edged sword because those sometimes overtime can be a coin flip. So hopefully, hopefully we win win in regulation from here on out. And I think I saw on either Twenty Two News or Western Mass News they interviewed you about the run for a Calder Cup. Yeah, yeah, I did that uh, this past week, and um, actually the re- the reporter, the newsman, Matt, uh, was a fellow Boston College alum, so we had a lot in common. Yeah, we were, we were talking about Boston College, your connections there, and, you know, maybe some parties that might have gone on around St. Patrick's Day there. You got any memories? Yeah, some of them are a little bit cloudy, but there's <laughs> definitely some memories. Um, I mean, springtime at school was always a blast. We had the tournament coming at us, and... Uh, also, Marathon Monday was probably the biggest day. St. Patrick's Day Parade was obviously uh, a lot of fun to head into the city and head into uh, South Boston. Yeah, I don't know how uh, the Jesuit priests were at Boston College uh, as opposed to the Jesuit priests that I had to deal with at Marquette, but those priests threw the best parties ever all year. It's like that vow of uh, poverty just went right out the window <laughs> when there was a chance to throw a party. I don't know how, how that was at BC, but at Marquette, it was off the hook. Yeah, I mean, hey, I had four years worth of it all, so uh, it was the best four years of my life. Yeah, it took me five and a half to get the same degree. 
<laughs> well, you were, you were, that was smart by you. I should have dragged it out. That's it. I don't want to learn too much too fast. That seemed to be, that seemed to be a waste of my parents' hard-earned money. Yeah, slow and steady. Stay in college as long as you can. That's it. Any, any uh, special St. Patty's plans with the team? Um, no, I don't, we're not, uh, I think a few of us might go get lunch after practice and like I said, have a Guinness, but I think, uh, no, we got a game tomorrow. So I think this weekend we might try to do something. We have Sunday off. So maybe, uh, I think Boston's celebrating St. Patty's day on, on uh, Saturday night. So, or Sunday actually. Uh, so we'll see. TBD so, depends how we do this weekend. So if I, if I can go back to like the, the, uh, the great, uh, movie slap shot with, uh, with Paul Newman, they didn't care whether there was a home game the following night when they started drinking. When you guys finish like a home game, when you finish a home game and you got nothing going on the next day, then all bets are off, right? Uh, it's always nice to win a game, especially at home. So, um, yeah, we can recover pretty quickly. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's a very diplomatic answer. Yes. Coach listening, obviously. <laughs> Hey, hey, well, you got to get you got to get carbs in your system after the game, so you can get carbs all different types of ways. Good point. Good point. Hey, uh, Tommy, it's Steve Nagel. I'm not much of the uh, the sports guy, but I figured you know since you're going to be on with us uh, most weeks, I'm gonna I'm gonna brush up on my hockey skills and my hockey terminology. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some hockey terms, and then uh, you tell me what what the answer is, and I'll see if I can pair my notes. You ready? Okay, ready. All right. What's a duster? Uh, a guy who's not very good. Yeah, he's not not uh, playing very much. Uh, spends his time on a bench, much like Dave here. He doesn't get much air time here. He kind of sits <laughs> on a shelf. Right. What about uh, lighting the lamp? What's light the lamp mean? Well, it's scoring a goal. The goal light goes on. Right. Uh, and also, what Dave does with one hand in his studio apartment behind the partition. <laughs> well, you're watching yeah. to know that you're, oh, you've you been go. watching me. Then you're taking notes from what's your neighbors. A, what's the sin bin? Uh, place I go too often, the penalty box. That's right. Also, what we call Dave's studio apartment when he's lighting the lamp. <laughs> With my sex swing that's hanging from the ceiling. And uh, and what about uh, cheese? What's cheese mean? Uh, top cheese would be like going in the upper half of the net, beating the goalie up high. Cheese, yeah, I would say top cheese is, is uh, top shelf. All right, and I would have also accepted what Dave's studio apartment smells like. And loneliness as well. Yeah, yeah. When, when he's lighting the lamp. Yeah, when there he's lighting the lamp in there oh, behind learned, the partition. We've learned a lot about hockey yeah. here today. Wait, does none of this terminology apply to you, Steve, or Bax? It all applies to me? Well, well he's I, the one asking the questions. Yeah, you're the guy who brought hockey back to Rock 102. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So, Thanks, Tommy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Tommy, you and I are going back to laser. Screw these yeah. guys. Oh, come on now. Stop. So, so with uh, with the, the the season kind of looking like, I mean, you're, you're seeing you know the, the the postseason getting closer and closer, and you guys are looking at the standings all around the league, and obviously you know in the Atlantic Division you're you're in first place, and Providence is not that far behind you. But when you look at the other divisions uh, in the AHL, I mean, are you paying attention to what else is going on, or you just focus on the Atlantic Division right now? Well, definitely majority of our attention is focused on our division. Uh, we do keep track of how other teams are doing. We see how teams are stacking up in the Eastern Conference. And, like, we know we've played teams from uh, from the other divisions. So we've played Utica and Rochester. I know we've got Syracuse coming up. Um, so 
you keep an eye on it. You kind of compare yourselves to them, but at the end of the day, it's your own division that, you know, most, most of our games are within our division. And then, uh, I guess they are the most important because you can you can leapfrog a team or distance yourself from teams in your division. So those are the most important. All right, very man. good, well, man. Thanks. Well, uh, good luck. Let's Sorry, see. I was lighting the lamp. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, one one last question from the NHL: Is Ovechkin going to pass Yager for good, or will Yager repass him for career goals? What do you think? I know, isn't that? It's incredible. Those two. Uh, I think Ovechkin's going to keep. He'll keep pushing. He'll 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 even catch Wayne. I think. Wow. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yager's still going though. I don't know how. All right. I'm going to be going to do some Yager bombs later on this <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, those guys. Those are two guys that are definitely aren't dusters. You can you can mark <laughs> that. That's yeah. true. Hey, it, it is a Thunderbird Thursday, and uh, we have uh, tickets. Uh, to their Saturday game at Lehigh uh, against Lehigh Valley, you got uh, four seats on the glass, hats, koozies, food vouchers. Uh, to the tenth caller right now at two nine three one zero two one. Tommy Cross from the uh, Thunderbirds. Great to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you guys. Happy St. Patty's Day. You too. You Thanks. too, Tommy. It's uh, eight twenty with back Steve and Dave and Rock one zero two. This Aerosmith on Rock one zero two with back Steve and Dave. A tune that got a little extra mileage from True Romance, the nineteen ninety three movie starring Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. This was in that soundtrack. Can I uh, just take a moment mm-hmm. to say how freaking great that corned beef was? I told you, dude. That is maybe the best corned beef I've had in twenty years. Mm-hmm. I, I I say ever for me. That was fantastic. Yeah. I'm still eating it. Is it's there so more? Good. Can we get oh. seconds? Yeah, you can get seconds. You better get it before the scoundrels upstairs go. Right. Start oh no, 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 no! They're not entitled to that, are they? I don't know. It's, there's an open pot upstairs, so mm. I don't know uh, what's those, going on. Those vultures will be you know flying right over that thing. Oh, yeah, this is uh, like melt in your mouth deliciousness. It's like you could put it in your mouth and not even chew. Mm-hmm. It just it just falls apart. Mm-hmm. Like oh my god, it's so was so good similar Steve. like pulled pork when it's done really well you yeah. know it's like just yeah. fork and just kind of shredded mm. no and one of the few things you can describe is moist <laughs> yes sound good it is yeah. it's not you ever have like a corned beef that's like dry as a bone it's all yeah it's almost as uh, dry as an irish soda bread yeah mm-hmm. dude you you crush this mm-hmm. no job. more boiled dinners no simmered <laughs> dinners this is this is pounded yeah. with with love Good stuff. Oh Glad you enjoyed God. it. I love it. Really good. Nicely now, done. Now leave me alone. I'm getting back to eating my corned beef. We got news next on Rock 102. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. By the way, before you start. Yes. I'm going to make a statement. It is going to seem absolutely insane, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say it. Mm-hmm. This corned beef mm-hmm. is every bit as good as Barry Krieger's egg salad. Oh, that's a compliment. That's a hello that compliment. That's a huge compliment. That's a, the biggest compliment I could, I could ever give you. It's that good. Thank you very much. Yes. And, and since I've never had that particular food item, we need to have him in here at some point, right? He'll come back. We can bring Barry back, right? We should do an Instapot meal per week. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That'd be a great come idea. Come on, we can, do, uh, we can do pulled pork next week. All right. All right. Just Perfect. Maybe some, you can pull your own pork. Find some recipes, <laughs> just like my apartment, like you said. Right? That's it. <laughs> just like home. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. Now you're on board. Hey, Vladimir Putin has accused the Western world of trying to, quote, cancel Russia, as he again claims he has no other option but to start more military operations in Ukraine, but also perhaps threatening the United States and the rest of the world to stay away from him 
and stop trying to cancel Russia. It's a threat from Putin. Yeah, but, you know, at some point, he's going to be in on this for so long, and Ukraine is going to uh, defend themselves so strongly that when other people start getting involved in this, you know, it, it's not a... It's not a done deal that that Putin's going to win this thing. I think I, I think he's going to do more damage to himself than he even realizes. Well, why why isn't somebody doing damage to him? You know, isn't this the kind of situation? Oil. <clears throat> I'm sorry. What? Well, similar yeah. to the Middle East, and when yeah. you when you have to quote take out somebody. Well, yeah. the thing is, when you strangulate an economy, like sanctions should do against Russia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Suddenly. The uh, the loyalty that he may feel he has from his own people starts to wane if these things really do hurt the Russian economy. Right. And which is exactly what's happening right now and which he is taking offense to. He's claiming the, the West is trying to ruin the Russian economy. So what stops him from pressing some other buttons and right. aiming weapons elsewhere is what I'm trying to well, say. The argument can be made that the person responsible for ruining their economy is you. Yes. Not you, Dave. I'm talking about Putin. I know that. But, like, the longer it goes, the more emboldened he becomes. Well, I think one of the things is that they're hoping that somebody inside that Kremlin would put a stop to it. Okay. Say, look, I don't, uh, you know, we go uh, nuclear on this whole thing. Uh, at least there's somebody, maybe hopefully with sense, that says, yeah, we're not going to do that. Well, well, I- you can say that about any, uh, you know, any despotic tyrant, you know, that hopefully someone on the inside is going to take care of this, of this guy. But if they but don't, they could isolate themselves in such a way that they're protected and not, and you know, inaccessible, right, to somebody that would be willing to put it into this and you also don't know what comes after him mm-hmm. you know it would bring peace over there let's give him some of my corned beef yeah well this isn't going out the door oh miss nagel this tastes like moose and squirrel is that's, yummy that's it i'm done being angry at the ukrainian people this corned beef is terrific <laughs> sounds like a plausible scenario to me yeah. let's do it meantime there are now lego toys representing ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky and Molotov cocktails. Yes, you can buy a Lego Molotov cocktail and a Lego version of the Ukrainian president through something called Citizen Brick. And they are donating proceeds to Direct Relief, a charity that provides medical aid to Ukraine. The custom Molotov cocktail Lego toy going for 10 bucks, and the mini figurine of Ukraine's president in Lego form is being sold for 100 bucks. Damn. That's... um. That's actually a price break on most Legos, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. don't you think that if uh, you really wanted to do something uh, generous that you wouldn't necessarily try to, I don't know, uh, diminish it down to a simple toy that someone's going to walk on over on a, a, a you know barefoot? Good point. They want to just write, you know, write, a, write a big fat check instead. That always stinks. The Lego to the oh, it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's so painful. Well, and you had you had two kids running around with Lego. I assume they had Lego toys, Steve. Yes. You know what? Doesn't it? Well, it's not even just Legos. It's any kind of little tiny sure. little piece toy that lays on the floor and you step on it at three o'clock in the morning. Who left this choking hazard on the floor? Who? 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 <laughs> hey, in the Daily Hampshire Gazette, they're reporting about a walkout at Northampton High School. Students staging a walkout yesterday calling for the resignation of their principal amid controversy over the school's embedded honors math program. 
Man, if I'd only known that that was a way you could stop <laughs> math yeah. back in the day, because I was horrible what's at it. Their, uh, what's their beef about it? Students started streaming out of the building shortly before 3 p.m. yesterday, about a half an hour before dismissal. And more than 100 gathered outside for a rally and speeches from student representatives. Apparently, they're, they're not happy about the math department have been considering an embedded model for the honors program since 2015. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm reading as we speak here. The decision to put honors and non-honors students in the same classrooms. Oh, yeah. Right. The smart kids and the dumb kids all in the same room. Well, wouldn't that raise the level of all boats? Isn't that what that is about sometimes? I thought you were level in the playing field. I don't know. But you're really not. If you got an honors level math student. Yeah, they're going to learn this stuff at a at an easier, maybe faster pace yeah. than a kid who really struggles with math. Like yeah, me, but, like me, I'm the I'm the struggler in math. I mean, I would I, I wouldn't have benefited from having smarter math kids around me. I know that. But maybe uh, being around smarter kids might actually uh, incentivize you and uh, for you to do better in your math. Me or just somebody in I'm general? I'm just saying <laughs> if that, if that's what they're getting at, I'm yeah. not really sure what what this is all about. But mm-hmm. uh, it wouldn't have motivated me. Because I just I even I don't understand math worth a damn. If somebody had just said walk out of high school, I would have said I don't care what you're protesting. Let's go. <laughs> I would have been down as well. Today's day. That's it. Hey, a report on the sewage at Roderick Ireland Courthouse, downtown Springfield. According to Western Mass News, their reporter Brisetta Landaverde was there. And by the way, we should get her on the show tomorrow because she was there doing a report from the sewage. Yeah. Was she wearing like uh, like the fisherman boots? Like the it's, it's a good question. Like she's going fly fishing in a river with it, the with the jumpsuit thing. You would think they didn't show her from below the waist. It was sort of a head and shoulders shot of her yeah, report. Right. So I don't know. We could ask her that tomorrow. She I, have I a say canoe again. A poo, a poo canoe. Good good question. If we get her, this gives me twenty four hours to work on pronouncing her name. Brisetta Landaverde. Right. That one. I love that on toast. No, 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 Steve. That's a uh, that's bruschetta. Oh no, I love. Uh, that's something I like cutting up my victims with. No, 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 Steve. You're thinking of a machete. Oh no, that's the thing I keep the lawnmower in in the backyard. No, that's a shed, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough shed in this segment. Let's get back to the sewage, which is pretty much the same thing. You're thinking about the stuff that's uh, served with shinola. <laughs> yes. Monday morning, there was a backup in the vertical sewer pipe over there at the courthouse. It backed up through the floor drains in the two third-floor grand jury room bathrooms. So it was happening both in the men's room and the women's room, to answer your question from yesterday. All right. So it wasn't just one person's problem. No. It was everybody's problem. The sewage puddling around the drain and leaking Uh, through the ceiling to the second floor below. Corned beef tastes delicious, doesn't it? Very soupy, oniony, French onion type of thing. The ceiling tiles were damaged by the sewage and the carpets as well. I saw pictures of uh, the ceiling tiles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've all seen those tiles, those, those acoustic tile, the white tiles. Mm-hmm. Sure. Big, giant stains um, in the middle of them. Like, feel like, And if you were, like, sitting under there, just minding your own business, then you notice, hey, what is that dripping from the tiles? Yeah, the st- I would st- need a few days off to in recover. The st- in the stain, I think I saw Jesus, by the way. I'm not sure. I don't think you saw Jesus in that. <laughs> it was either him or Elvis. You may have used the Lord's name in vain. Array of Elvis or just regular Elvis? Right. Yeah. Latter-day Elvis. Yeah. Toward the end, Elvis. 
The Elvis who died on the bathroom, Elvis. The one who couldn't get off the toilet. Exactly right. When the king died in the throne. <laughs> That's uh, how Ray Gilmet's going to go. No, he's not. <laughs> Ray Gilmet is, is timeless. Yeah. He'll never die. A couple of quick recall stories to tell you about. First, airborne gummies have been recalled because apparently there's pressure inside the bottles and the bottle caps pop off and injure people in the eyes. So be careful. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Airborne gummies. And then also something from something called the Walk and Learn Activity Walker for toddlers. Also dangerous because the attachment hardware comes off and kids have been swallowing pieces of that. All right, what's the name of that thing so I can get it for my friends' kids that I don't like? <laughs> That's the Walk and Learn. All right. Go check it out. My friend Mickey and his kids are going to get some really good broken toys. Something dangerous. Yeah, well, when my kids were little, we had something called a, a, a I think it was called a Jolly Jumper. Mm-hmm. And it was one of these things where so the kid sits in a seat and it, it hangs from yep. the crown molding in a doorway. And, Which uh, is always safe. And I always thought, how is this not on the top 10 list of the most dangerous things that a kid can possibly use? Yep. But my kids freaking loved it. Yeah. It's a, it was a you know, great fun. It's like a swing. It bounces. They can you know, t- you know, touch their, their tippy toes to the floor. Thank God the crown see, molding was really in there tough because that thing would have fallen and, you know, and drilled them. We had like uh, beams in our house, so you could do that without worrying about it coming off. Right. But I wouldn't I wouldn't ever trust the crown molding on the doorway. Oh, no. I Listen, yeah. I, uh, you could hang an elephant from those things. Yeah, especially something that you hung up on the wall. Oh, I, I wouldn't that trust that either. No, no. This this was yeah. a, like original crown molding. Good Good to when the, the building was first uh, constructed. That's right. He had Schneider come over and hang it. That's right. Just to make sure it worked. Got about 55 for the highs today with clouds this morning. Rain likely after 11 a.m. through most of the afternoon. We might hit the low 70s tomorrow. It's 843 on Rock 102.